0: Well, howdy there, Internet people, it's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about the news that came out over the weekend. Uh, we're going to talk about the response to that news and some ideas that are being floated um, because of that news. some some things that people are kind of proposing to test the waters. Um, and we're going to provide some much needed context to a certain concept that is is being suggested. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, over the weekend, as Ukrainian forces liberated towns that were formerly occupied by Russia, they found evidence of some pretty horrible stuff. Some of it is horrible stuff that is the norm with conflicts like this. Some is way outside of the norm. Um, the immediate comparison that was made was to Srebrenica. Now, if you're not familiar with this, it happened during the Bosnian War, I want to say July of 95. Um, and when, when you're talking about horrible events, things that militaries do to civilians and stuff like that, um, whatever it is you're picturing, that happened in Srebrenica en masse, and a whole bunch of stuff that you are probably well t- too well-adjusted to imagine. If you're going to look into this, I strongly suggest you start with a summary of events before you get into any primary source stuff. It gets real dark real quick. That's the comparison that's made. Um, Because of that, in the West, especially in the U.S., the idea of putting in peacekeepers has been floated. Now, this is troops on the ground in, in, in Ukraine. I, right? um, I'm a huge supporter of the concept of peacekeeping missions. Um, I've talked about it numerous times in the past. The United States should be trying to move from the world's policeman to the world's EMT, and this would be a step in that direction. There are a number of problems in this particular instance. First we don't have a trained peacekeeping force It doesn't exist what we have done in the past is press military units into a peacekeeping role if there's anything this conflict has taught us should have taught the world it's the value of training we don't actually have people trained for this aside from that The West, in general, misunderstands the concept. And it's weird because it's in the name. It's a peacekeeping force, not a peacemaking force. You can't insert a peacekeeping mission into the middle of an active war zone. It doesn't work. The West has tried, repeatedly. It does not work. Um... There are roles that, that could, in theory, be, uh, be handed to a peacekeeping force in Ukraine right now. Okay? None of them are what people are imagining, though. It's more like taking a small section of western Ukraine and putting peacekeepers there and allowing that to be the place refugees go. The refugees that would be fleeing the bad stuff, the horrible stuff, that's happening far, far away on the front. The peacekeepers can't go to that. The peacekeeping force would not stop what happened north of the capital. I am 100 percent certain that peacekeepers in Srebrenica wouldn't have been able to stop it. People in Europe right now are going, uh... Oddly enough, that doesn't really get talked about in the U.S. just so you know, that, that part of the story gets left out. Which is why people made this comparison and then were like, hey, let's send in peacekeepers. If you don't know, there were peacekeepers in Trebinje when that happened. It, it, that is not the tool. That's not what that tool is for. Um, what people are imagining is a UN or NATO force to go in there and make sure that this doesn't happen again. Those are called soldiers. A a peacekeeping operation of the sort people are talking about, those are just soldiers. Peacekeeping on the ground is much like a no-fly zone. It's going to war with Russia with extra steps. What people are envisioning are NATO forces, UN forces, whoever in direct confrontation and conflict with Russia to stop these events. That just leads to war with Russia. That's not actually a peacekeeping operation, because there's no peace yet. Um, Not to put too fine a point on this, the math hasn't changed. The options are the same as they have always been. Do nothing assist Ukraine from outside to whatever degree, or go to war with Russia. Those are the options. There isn't going to be... um, There's not going to be an event that really changes that math. A peacekeeping operation is just a step to going to war. Um, It's slow walking the process of going to war. Because the second those peacekeepers come in... Armed contact with Russian troops, it's on. Because somebody's calling for air support. And then it just escalates from there. Um, what you're looking at is, is certainly something that, that should motivate the West. When you're talking about engaging Russia directly, everything that was there in the beginning, it's still there. It didn't go away because they did this horrible thing. It, it is still there. Um, there are also people saying that this could be used as reasoning to provide even more assistance. That makes a whole lot more sense to me. Um For all the reasons we've already covered in the past, and it's more feasible now because Russia is withdrawing. They're moving further and further to the east, making the logistics of getting stuff to Ukrainian forces a whole lot easier. Um, Putting troops on the ground is going to war with Russia. It's just like a no-fly zone. If you want to advocate for going to war with Russia... That's fine, but don't trick yourself into thinking that, well, I'm really just advocating for a peacekeeping operation, because what people want is for incidents like what happened north of the capital to not happen again. In order for them to do that, they're they're not there on a peacekeeping mission. They're there acting as soldiers, and it's just going to war with Russia under a different name.